0: This is Internet Marketing. Brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.co.uk. This is Internet Marketing. Now, before we start today, we'd like to encourage anyone looking for help with their digital marketing to get in touch with Site Visibility. Whether you have a burning digital marketing question or you're looking for an agency to work with, they'd love to hear from you. Give them a call, plus four four one two seven three seven three three four three three, or you can fill out the form at uk slash contact. Alternatively, you can speak to either Scott or Sean via the live chat function on the site. They'd be happy to help. Uh, today I'm joined by Larry Kim, founder and CEO at Mobile Monkey. Larry, how are you doing?
1: Doing great. Thanks for having me today. It's an
0: absolute pleasure. Um, you're from Boston,
1: USA, is that right? Uh, From Canada. moved to Boston about a decade ago. Um, I'm an U.S. immigrant. Uh, But yeah, I I live uh, in in Cambridge. It's just across the river in Harvard Square.
0: Fantastic. I think our last guest was from Boston as well. So um, today, uh, I want to talk about uh, your business, Mobile Monkey, and a little bit about how you got there. But before we do that, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, Sure. Thanks for having me again. Uh, uh, My name's Larry. I'm the... I'm kind of a you know internet marketer, known for growth hacks and, and unicorn you know tactics and stuff like this. Uh, I do a lot of you know blogging on um, you know I'm the number eight ranked blogger on medium. I do a lot of uh, content marketing around tips and tricks on how to be successful at growing your businesses uh, with a particular emphasis on marketing. I've also started uh, several uh, pretty successful businesses. Uh, one of them is called WordStream. It's the world's largest pay-per-click advertising software company, uh, managing over a billion dollars of ad spend for tens of thousands of customers worldwide. Uh, and, then, and the other one is uh, more recently is called Mobile Monkey, and um, it's a uh, Facebook messaging application for, for businesses to message people through Facebook Messenger, and, and um, it's used by millions of people.
0: Fantastic. I'll come on to Mobile Monkey in a minute. Actually, tell me a little bit about WordStream because that was recently acquired. You mentioned what does WordStream
1: actually do? As I mentioned earlier, it's a pay-per-click advertising platform. So if you think of marketers, they need to you know manage their spending on different advertising platforms like Google or Facebook or Microsoft Bing, etc. And so what this product does is it just makes it very easy for uh, you know companies to manage those campaigns from one centralized location and um it's it's google's number one you know software partner uh, as i mentioned before Uh, it manages a billion dollars of ad spend Hmm. which is it's 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 a lot of money um you know google only does about 50 billion dollars in ad spend so so that's roughly two percent of their worldwide ad spend was is managed through wordstream
0: and that was acquired, of course. Uh, was that quite? I forget. Was that quite recent?
1: Yeah, uh, the deal closed last month in July. Yeah. Um, it, it was, um, you know, over uh, approximately one hundred and fifty million dollar cash deal. The uh, the acquiring company is named is called Gannett, uh, which is the owner of of a media company known as uh, USA Today fantastic
0: now your new company uh mobile monkey it's mobilemonkey.com. tell us a bit about that because that's in the uh sort of messaging space isn't it
1: yeah so uh, messaging is a really important communication medium Uh, believe it or not more people spend people there's more daily active users on messaging platforms uh, such as Facebook Messenger, than there is on social media, uh, you know, in general, uh, because uh, people, you know, the newsfeed is garbage, and people just want to be able to talk to their friends. Uh, and so, historically, messaging has all about, been about you talking to your friends, uh, and Facebook has recently opened that up to allow businesses to get in on the uh, action. Mm. Uh, to be able to, you know, allow businesses to message consumers. Um, but there's various strict, um, you know, rules in play here. You, you know, I can't just, you know, blast the chat message to anybody. I have to, I can only blast people who've uh, messaged me in the past. So, like, my my, uh, my existing customers or, or, or people that I have a existing customer relationship with, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, I think this is a really fantastic growth marketing channel for marketers because, you know, if you think about how are the other ways that you reach your customers, it's probably things like email, which has an average open rate of around 5%. Okay. Yeah. And like these these chat blasts, uh, if you send through messaging because it's like, you know, sends out a push notification to people's phones, uh, you know, it's typically we're getting around 70 to 80 percent open rates within the first uh, five minutes. Uh, so it's it's significantly higher. Uh, not only that, the engagement rates, like the click rates, so are higher in email. Of the five percent of people who who open your email, approximately one percent of them will actually click on anything in that email. In, in in chat, it's about twenty percent. So if you multiply them them t- together, you know, chat is about eighty times more engaging than uh, a typical email. Um, so it, it's a pretty hot space right now. Uh, that, that's how we have millions of users already. Yeah. But I think it's an area that you know marketers, if you're not already doing this, you know, maybe you should take a look into that. Um, you know, and and, and we're in, uh, we're one of the companies that makes it. Possible because we have a uh, a software product that kind of makes that easy for, for companies to do like the, the to, to build a list of, of subscribers and to compose content uh, and and then to, to uh, distribute that to to their people. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a little bit like Mailchimp, but but uh, using chat rather than email. If that makes sense.
0: And presumably more real time than Mail, Mailchimp as well.
1: Yes. Uh, so typically, uh, when you do a chat blast, there's no expectation on the part. Or I'm sorry, an, an email blast uh, using an email. Mm. Uh, there's there's no there's no expectation on the part of the recipient that they can just re- respond to those emails. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like it's usually the emails are being sent from like no reply at, you know, constantcontact.com or something like that. You know, and and so peop- it's a sort of a one way communication. In chat, on the other hand, th- there is an expectation of this being an interactive conversation okay mm. and so and so when you do a, a chat blast to to people uh, what you do is you rather than sending just like a long you know 800 word announcement. Uh, typically, what you do is you, you sequence these things in in little kind of tweet sized messages, like you know one or two sentences. Uh, but then you have all these like interactive you know options, like you know do you want to learn more? Press this button, you know. Uh, it, like you you make it a little bit more um, more like uh, customizable so that they can they can interact with the content uh, and even ask questions. Hmm. Uh, t- t- to, to the, the to the company and then what you do is you set up uh, this is known as a chat bot you, you, you set up uh, you know different responses for the different types of questions that you're anticipating yeah um, uh, so you know you know they're gonna ask you about you know typically people ask the same questions you, you, you know like 80% of the questions are the same same questions over and over you know yeah and, and so what you can do is you can just pr- uh Configure the system to recognize certain keywords like pricing or directions or refund policy or you know, or you know what I mean like there's you, you just it, it'll recognize certain types of phrases and triggers and, and then you can create content that will automatically respond to those types of questions. Um, it's a lot like in AdWords how you specify keywords to yes. trigger to trigger different types of ads. And then Google will then kind of interpret what the user is searching for and try to serve the correct ads in response to those those queries based on the keywords that you provide. It's the same idea here in chat. You just create content you, you apply some keywords to the content and, yeah. um, you know, it'll automate these conversations. Uh, uh, you know, not, not 100%, but, but uh, you, you can answer a good amount of these questions.
0: That's fantastic. And presumably, there's, uh, so obviously there's a, there's a, I mean, automation plays a, a key part in this, like, you with know, sort of keyword recognition, things like that, to come up with the next question or, or offer or something. Presumably, there is a point where you might want to hand over to a human. How is that facilitated on the platform?
1: Sure. So, as you mentioned, uh, there is a lot of automation. Um, it's known as um, natural language processing. Natural yes. language processing is where uh, we we develop uh, algorithms that infer the in- the intent of what the user is asking to the to the chat system. Okay, and then uh, it's augmented using uh, something called machine learning, uh, and that is where we. We check to see whether or not the the intent of the user was satisfied with the content that we, we served. If so, we'll we'll probably use it next time. If not, we'll probably try something else. Um, mm. so, it's, it's, so it's kind of it's, it's almost like training a virtual assistant. You know what I mean? Like a, like if you hired a receptionist to answer your phone calls, and you know they would have a lot of questions on day one, but you know on like how to answer different types of phone calls. But you know over the next week or the next month they would kind of figure out what the you know the main questions and answers are and be able to answer them you know more uh correctly over time now um you had asked about um you know uh, something known as live operator takeover okay yes. so that's yeah uh, so these chat these chats um you can think of them as kind of tier one support, if you will. You know, if, if somebody wants to, you know, you know, talk to an operator, they can do that. And then what happens is you just start chatting. As soon as a human operator takes over, these bots shut themselves up, so they so that they won't generate the kind of the can the the canned responses yeah, yeah. simultaneously. It's like one or the other. And and of course, uh, you you know, you can you can jump in at any time. Uh, and um, you know, I think another analogy. For for this kind of software is like uh, when you call into one of those large companies like a hospital or a c- cable company or, you know, like there's usually some kind of automated assistant that tries to, you know, offload some of the questions, you yeah. know, yeah. Uh, but then maybe 50 or 60 percent of the time you can you can um, have your question resolved like like what are your hours or you know make a bill payment or something like that you know you don't need to talk to a person for that but then every once in a while you you, you have these weird situations that are just these outliers like uh, you know my television is on fire or something like this like, <laughs> yes. you, like, yeah. like I don't know, like you have these weird things that you call in for and then you really need to talk to an operator and then and then you you then talk to these the human operators yeah. uh, and I think you know Know, it's probably makes sense that uh companies have both live chat but also a chat bot to kind of uh, offload some of some of those um inquiries you know
0: larry the this uh sort of um i was gonna say spike but trend we've been seeing recently in um sort of a, a bit of ai and automated sort of messaging bots when did that really start to take off in your opinion
1: Look, uh, so I I think it's still very early. Um, when I ask, uh, like I, I do, I speak at, at these different conferences, and if there's like a thousand people in the room, I'll ask how many of you actually have like a business chat, app, you know, application running. Like it's it's typically around one or two percent of the of the of the room. So you know, I don't think that it's. Uh, there's definitely more people who haven't used this technology yet but my thinking is that in the next you know three to five years you know i could see 30 to 40 percent of companies adopting this type of this type of technology mm. um so so i think the the big uh, adoption wave is actually is still yet to come as opposed to happened uh in the past because um i'll give you an example um there's about 100 million Facebook business business pages. Okay, like you know, yeah. on Facebook, less than half a million of them have automated you know response uh, you know responses mm. f- for for the messages that they receive. So less than 500,000 out of 100 million. So that's 0.5 percent. Like that's less than one percent. Um, so, but on the other hand. You know, in marketing, if you jump on these things early on, you usually receive a disproportionate benefit. So, for example, if you started doing Twitter when, you know, it was – 2007 you know like i've actually over the time i've, I've accumulated a million followers you know what i mean yeah. uh but but if you try to start doing twitter today in 2018 like good good luck it's just gotten too noisy you know what i mean yeah. uh there's like a first mover advantage for for marketing channels like if you, if you were doing facebook ads you know seven years ago then you would have been paying like pennies for these clicks and now you know, today in 2018, Facebook ads are like $5 a click. Yeah. So, so you know, like I think what happens is the earlier you are, the less competition there is and, um, you know, the the easier it is to, to grow because this is a, a less noisy channel. Yeah. Um so I, I would encourage people to, you know, try it out. Uh, it's 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 not that hard to do. It, it's mobilemonkey.com.
0: Yeah. Do you think there are certain types of businesses where this is particularly well suited?
1: Um. So the 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 number one use case for this messaging technology that we're finding is just chat blasting. Okay. Mm. So that's where you have an audience. Of people, and you just want to send them your latest announcements, like, hey, there's a new podcast, or there's, a, you know, a new blog post, or we're having a, an event. You know, that that kind of uh, just chat lasting, just kind of the same, the same kind of use cases as email marketing, except that, you know, people are actually going to read this because it has like 80% open rates as opposed to 5% open rates in email so you know if, if you're doing email marketing you know keep doing that but like start looking to diversify into chat because that's where people Prefer to receive their content. Yeah. There's sort of there's sort of this generational shift. Once in a generational shift happening right now in terms of communications preferences. So as of 2018, the preferred mechanism of of, of receiving communication amongst the, the general population. More people prefer messaging over email and social media combined. So this hasn't happened like this general change in preferences hasn't hasn't happened since 25 years ago when email overtook telephone conversations as sort of the, the preferred mechanism of communication so, so you can see you can see how this is um, it, it's kind of a, a profound shift and so like if, if you're only doing email marketing I think I think that's probably a not a not a great strategy but
0: well, it's certainly a great takeaway for our audience it's something they should uh, definitely have a look at. And um, before I ask you about how people can contact you, I, I must uh, go off slight, piece slightly here, uh, Larry, because when we listen, listeners, when we uh, do these uh, shows, I have a little document, and uh, my guests often give me a bit of personal information. I couldn't help missing, I couldn't help noticing, that you're reconstructing a 200-year-old haunted house in Harvard Square, Cambridge. Tell us about that, just as briefly, because that's fascinating.
1: Uh, Oh, sure. Uh, So, you know, I sold my business. So we made an enormous amount of money. And I am one of the things I got was uh, this house in in Harvard Square in Cambridge. It's near the Harvard Law School. And and, uh, it's a it's like, you know, it's it's not old by you know you're in the UK so you you guys have been around for like forever but um, America is only like you know two hundred and what two hundred thirty years old or yeah. so, or something yeah something like that. so so this house here it's like it's from like eighteen sixties like around the time of Civil War which is you know pretty early in the in the nation's history yeah for for the United States you know seventeen seventy six is sort of the uh, when it all started uh, you know so, so um it's just a very old house and um we're we're trying to restore it and 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 it's gonna take uh it's, it's like a two-year project but it wow. probably has, has another two, two months left
0: and have or, you sorry, had any it's... any strange experiences larry while you were doing it up
1: <laughs> you know it, it has some history um it's it's the, it's called, known as the Shaw house yeah. it's, it's related to some very famous um people who fought in the Civil War with like the first black regiment the the Mass, Massachusetts 51st uh, regiment so there's there's some history behind it and it's like wow. a, a historical thing um like like the the whole thing about the Civil War was they were fighting over you know slavery and yeah. and uh, there there was this movie called Glory did you see that movie?
0: I don't think uh, I've seen that
1: one though. No it was with Matt, Matthew Broderick it, it was just um, the first you know a- African American you know military regiment to to, to fight for to, to 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 fight uh in the in the uh, American Civil War but um, wow. it, it, there's some um some uh related relatives of that family that was um, you know anyway it it's like a historical thing.
0: Yeah. So it's really interesting i'm half expecting to see it on on ghost hunters at some point. <laughs> so anyway Gary, thanks so much for talking to us um so how can people find out uh, more about mobile monkey more about you uh instagram twitter that sort of stuff
1: why don't we try this um let's connect on facebook messenger okay yep. so uh, it's normally when people say you know connect with me on email or linkedin or twitter um you know like messaging is the future so let's connect on on messenger the handle is um i've created a short link it's bit.ly slash yeah fb like facebook fb dash blaster uh, and then uh, just type that into a an url and see what happens and you'll be amazed we'll put that in the
0: show notes so people can click on that so you'll probably get um um, both of our listeners clicking that, i I say, both i am taking a mickey out of my own podcast. Um, yeah, you should, uh, we'll put that in the show notes. So feel free to click that listeners. And, uh, I guess you'll be on a live chat with Larry.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it's, um, y- you'll be able to send messages to me basically. Nice. Yeah. So,
0: Right. Well thanks a lot Larry and thanks for listening listeners show notes are in the usual place sitevisibility.co.uk/ I am podcast um, if you are enjoying the show please leave us a review uh, if you've got questions and suggestions the email is podcast at sitevisibility.co.uk you can tweet at site Visibility. we have a site visibility group on LinkedIn so that's all from me, Andy and it's all from Larry. Thanks Andy, have, have a great uh, have a great day thanks Larry and we'll see you next time on internet marketing.